Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Lauren Interviews podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlin. I hope everyone had a great weekend. Thank you for starting your week off with me. It's Monday, and I've got a very fun, positive episode today with a young actress named Madison Thompson, who's promoting her new show on Paramount Plus called Grease Rise of the Pink Ladies. Now, this is a musical, and I love any show that's a musical. Glee, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, I, I was there for those shows, and this is no different. So Madison did a great job of pitching me on this show and why I should watch it. So I actually ended up watching it over the weekend, the first episode, and I loved it. And I literally watched it all because of her. I mean, she was just so great at selling me on this show. So she plays Susan, who's kind of a mean girl, but Susan apparently doesn't have her big coming out, big musical number until the sixth episode, Madison says. So yeah, I'm going to keep watching it and I'm going to look out for her on that episode. I'm very excited. Now you might know Madison for her role in Ozark. So she played Helen's daughter. Helen was the, um, the evil cartel woman that I don't want to give it away just in case you haven't watched it. But anyway, she plays Helen's daughter, Erin, and that's really where she got her start. And she signed on for two episodes, I think it was. And then she ended up doing a lot more just based on how the storyline unfolded and, you know, her performance. And she goes into all that in our interview, but she's just lovely. And I think she definitely is going to be one to watch that Madison Thompson one to watch. But anyway, before we get into my interview with her, I want to discuss a couple of other things that happened last week and over the weekend. Um, it was the coronation on Saturday. I am not even a big Royals fan, quote unquote fan, but there was something so special about watching the coronation. I just felt like I was watching history in the making, you know? I mean, my parents didn't get to see the Queen's coronation because that was in 1953, 70 years ago. So essentially, my seven-year-old daughter was watching her first coronation while my parents were doing the same. I thought that was very cool to think about, and it was just beautiful. It actually made me jealous. Like everybody in London coming together, they just seem so excited about something. And I just feel like in this country, we're so divided. And I just wanted to be there in London. You know, I I imagine them all going on a bar crawl after and just having so much fun. But oh, Prince Harry went, uh, Prince Andrew went. I know they're the two sort of underdogs of the royal family as they relinquished their royal titles. Prince Harry 
did it voluntarily. Prince Andrew, the pedophile, not so much. But they both were sat in the nosebleed section, and Harry apparently booked it out of London right after the ceremony. I guess I can't blame him from what I've read. And from what I know, the royal family hasn't been super nice to he and Meghan. I will say something about Queen Camilla. Her approval rating went up as soon as Meghan Markle got into the picture. So people essentially hated Meghan Markle so much more than they ever hated Queen Camilla. So that was, uh, I guess, a good thing for her. And, you know, Queen Camilla, she is just a a lesson to all you side hoes out there. Um, It can happen for you girls, okay? It can happen. I'm totally kidding. Um, But no, Ed Sheeran, his copyright infringement trial, there was a verdict that came out last week. Thank goodness that's over for him. He was clearly found not guilty of copying Thinking Out Loud or or Let's Get It On. Uh, His song was Thinking Out Loud. He was accused by Ed Townsend, one of Marvin Gaye's writers, by Ed Townsend's family. Ed's not even with us anymore. So uh, he was accused by Ed Townsend's family of copying that song. Apparently, there are four chords that are used in a lot of these songs. And Ed was just like, wait, what? These songs sound nothing alike. I I listened and I did not think they sounded alike at all. If you haven't heard, play Thinking Out Loud and then play Let's Get It On. You're going to be like, wait, what? They really don't sound alike. And it's so crazy because the smoking gun in the trial, and I say quote unquote smoking gun, was, oh, well, Ed Sheeran did a mashup of Let's Get It On and Thinking Out Loud at a 2015 concert. I was like, what? That's their smoking gun? No, that people do that all the time. Artists do that all the time. And Oh, I just felt so bad for Ed Sheeran. He missed his grandma's funeral while dealing with this nonsense. I mean, can he countersue for a total waste of time? Ed even made the comment like songwriters generally don't sue other songwriters because they understand, you know, chord progression and common chords. And so it just goes to show that, yeah, it wasn't Ed Townsend suing Ed Sheeran. It was his family who are not songwriters. And I also want to point out, they only filed this lawsuit after Ed Sheeran won the Grammy for the song Thinking Out Loud in 2016. So that could have been their motive. Like, oh, they saw how much money he was making and, and you know, how it was winning awards. And so they kind of saw dollar signs. But either way, I'm very glad that's over for him. Poor guy. But let's get to my interview with Madison Thompson, because I think you're really going to like it. And I think she really is one to watch. I think that she's going to do big things. So without further ado, here is... Is Madison Thompson. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain, but it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. The stress and crowds of holiday shopping can put a damper on your holiday spirit. And you don't always find all the perfect gifts you're looking for. 
The Virginia Lotteries games make easy and tremendously fun gifts for all the adults in your life, even you. Celebrate the season of gifting with Virginia Lottery Scratchers and online instant games. For more info, visit valottery.com slash holiday. Hello. Hi. How are you, Madison? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. It's Friday. Um, I'm a little tired, but you know, I'm, I'm pulling through. I'm pulling through. Um, so big weekend for you, big week for you. Tell me about this new show, the pink ladies, because I, I truly know nothing about it, but I am a huge grease fan. Absolutely. So grease rise of the pink ladies is set four years before the original movie with our beloved Sandy and Danny and the T-Birds. Yes. And our show sort of chronicles how the original Pink Ladies came to be. You know, who founded them? How did all of this get passed down to the Pink Ladies we know now? What mm-hmm. did Rydell High look like before Sandy and Danny? And obviously Greece is such a fun universe to play in. And we have over, I think we have 30 original songs this season and one cover from the original movie. Incredible oh. dance sequences, beautiful written music, amazing acting performances. There's just so much to dive into. Oh um, and I know that there's a lot of Grease fans that are out there, you know, myself included, when I first found out about the show, was like, why are they touching Grease? You know, Grease <laughs> is such a beloved project why would you ever try to do it again and I want to say to the Grease fans that we are not trying to do Grease again nobody should ever touch Grease in that sense <laughs> but we love Grease just as much as you do so we wrote a love letter to Grease and that is Grease Rise of the Pink Ladies if you are a super fan if you're a fan of the original movie there's so many cool easter eggs and special characters and appearances that you oh. can look forward to on our show. And if you're new to Greece, like you can, we'll welcome you just as much. I don't know how you would be new to Greece. I think you <laughs> might have to have lived under a rock, but agreed. Seriously, we will welcome you with open arms. Um, there's, there's no learning curve. You can just jump right into our show. I mean, you, you literally just sold me. You really did. I, I didn't realize this was like, yeah, no, you did. This is a prequel. Okay. I love that. It's a prequel. I also did not realize you're on Paramount Plus. Yes. Paramount Plus. I knew that, but I also, I didn't realize it was a musical, but I should have known this because you are a performer. I mean, you, you, I believe you majored in musical theater and you had some, some great roles on Broadway or, or in musical movies. Am I, am I right? Well, yes. So I grew up doing musical theater. I did a ton in high school and like a lot of competitions when I I'm still in college trying to finish my degree, obviously shooting these um, different shows that I've been on has um, taken me away from the school from a little bit, but I Mm. did uh, have a minor in musical theater at USC. I'm not finishing that minor right now because I thought that Grease Rise of the Pink Ladies was my musical theater minor maybe in college. Agreed, Madison, I agree. (laughs) The ultimate training for Broadway, Um, but Mm. but it's a musical TV show, which you know, I'm a huge Glee fan, um, but there really aren't that many musical TV shows because it's a really hard thing to pull off. And we worked so, so hard on the show. Yeah, I agree with you. It is super hard to pull off, but you you made it clear. You guys are not trying to be Grease. If anything, you're paying homage to to the original um, musical by, by doing a prequel. So 
Is there anything um, fun that we can sort of pick out that's that will remind us of the the movie? Just besides the whole pink ladies and Rydell High thing. Absolutely. Well, first of all, the costumes are like so nostalgic. That fifties mm-hmm. period, the style, the hair, the makeup, like that is such an iconic part of the Grease series because it's like the world of which they live in. So getting to do a musical series, but that was also a period piece was so, so cool. And I don't want to spoil for people, but there may be some young pink ladies sprinkled throughout the show, like some of the characters you can look forward to possibly seeing. Oh yeah, it's all it's like it's Rizzo all or something. Do you mean like or Jan oh, or one? Okay, okay. Oh, oh yeah. I don't want to spoil it for people, but I think <gasps> yeah. Grease fans will be very excited, and the young actresses that we have playing these roles just sort of like nail it like perfectly, <sighs> and like so excited. even look like the characters. The casting is incredible. So if you're a Grease fan, you should just come to see how they've done that. Wait, I'm dying. I cannot wait to see like a little smart ass nine-year-old Rizzo or whatever, however old she is. Oh yeah. That would be so funny to me. (laughs) I love it. Now quickly tell me, you play Susan. What kind of character is Susan? Is she a bad girl? Is she a good girl? Like, tell me about her. I, she's a good girl on the outside with maybe a bad bad girl on the inside or like you know in her heart she wants to be a bad girl but on the Mm. outside who you know Susan is a lot of who she pretends to be or who she presents to everyone so to the world of right now Susan is Little Miss Perfect. She is like Queen Bee of Rydell. She's the head of the Soches. And so at the beginning of our show, um, you know, we are introduced to all of the characters in Rydell and you are introduced to Susan who came to find out that her on again, off again boyfriend since kindergarten is dating a new girl and she ends up founding the Pink Lady. So there is a big rivalry. I wouldn't say she's the villain. But she's definitely the antagonist in this story. Wait, Madison, I feel like this is like a really great role. Oh my gosh, good for you. You're like the it Regina was, George of Rydell High. Yes, it is such an interesting role. They would often compare it to, they would say that Susan Sinclair in mm. Grease Rise of the Pink Ladies is like Betty Draper from Mad Men, but with a little Whoa. bit more hope. Whoa, um, which, this is great. Which, oh my gosh, love it. So a lot of my character, like physically and visually makeup, hair, clothing was sort of modeled, you know, and inspired by Betty Draper of that time period. But I will say Susan's, you're meeting her a lot younger. I think she has a lot to learn from the pink ladies. Mm. And so there might be some hope for her, um, but she won't have as tragic of an ending as Miss (laughs) Betty Draper. Um, But I think the pink ladies could learn a thing or two from Susan. She, she kind of knows the world of Rydell pretty well and how to navigate it. Okay. Okay. I'm so, dude, you just, you're really good. I feel like Paramount plus owes you some marketing money or something for this because really, (laughs) I mean, you just, you did a great job selling me on this. I can't lie. You, um, you're very you're very wise beyond your years. I guess I talk to a lot of actors who um, they don't have the energy that you have or the, um, I guess the drive to really commit and, and sell someone on, you know, a show they're doing. So I really respect that. Um, you are good. so kind. Well, I am yeah, such a you. super fan of our own show. So it makes it very easy. 
Well, I mean, I'm going to be a super fan now, but um, I also wanted to ask you because obviously I'm a human being and I did watch Ozark and I loved it. I mean, <laughs> was that, was that like just the best show to work on? I mean, I miss it so much, you know? Oh yes. I, I think we all miss it, but it yeah. was truly as an actor, an absolute masterclass. Yeah. I am so privileged that like, I I've worked on a lot of shows throughout my career, but to have to, to get an opportunity to be on that show and that be really the thing that like broke me as not broke in a bad way, but like, yeah, it opened a lot of doors for me as an actress in Hollywood. Yeah. I just learned so much from working opposite Jason Bateman and Laura Linney. I mean, how could you not? I, it was like <laughs> I the best acting class I could have ever been in. Yeah, no, I, and you had a great role, you know, I mean, you, you really did. It's like, it's a very memorable role because you see a lot, oh, you know, this actor was in Ozark. This actor was in season two. I mean, you know, you were Helen's daughter. It's crazy. It's like, she is the, you know, yes. you just, it's, it's and amazing. I was wrapped up with all of the Ben plotline. I really didn't even yes. know how big of a deal my character was going to be. I thought I was going to be on two episodes of the show and two oh. turned into five, five turned into seven. And then I was, you know, screaming and crying in Laura Letty's face and sort of, yes. I'm glad at the time I wasn't aware of how big of a deal that was because I think I would have been really, really nervous. <laughs> I so get that. That must be the best feeling though, as an actor to come into a project and, you know, sign on for two episodes and then it just, it, you know, your character just jives so well and it just really moves the storyline along the plot line that they want you in more. That just must feel so good. It was incredible. I'm so grateful for that experience. Well, Madison, you were awesome. Girl, you are so much fun. I love talking to you. Oh, and I'm you. I'm so excited for the Rise of the Pink Ladies. Yes, please check it out. Episodes drop every week on Thursdays. Thursdays. Our sixth episode, which was a huge episode for my character, Susan. It was my first solo musical number on the show. Oh. Came out yesterday. So you can binge it now and then you can enjoy the last couple episodes as they come out. There's okay. no excuse not to watch. Wait, last, sorry, last question. Can I watch it with my seven-year-old daughter? Do you think? I would, I think a lot of it <laughs> can be watched, but I would yeah. recommend watching like the pilot and maybe just previewing the episodes. I feel like kids okay. are so desensitized to everything. Yeah, yeah, um, yes. <laughs> but as a mom, I would maybe just watch the episodes first. I think maybe a lot of stuff would go over her head and it really isn't okay. that raunchy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. I would maybe preview an episode before you watch, but she can totally enjoy the music. That's it is what I was all thinking. out on Spotify and Apple music. The, the sound, the soundtrack is incredible. So okay. she can, if not definitely listen to that in the car. Okay. That was a very good diplomatic mature answer. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Madison Thompson, everyone. Thank you for joining Lauren interviews, Madison. Of course. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye. Okay, everyone. That was Madison. I hope everyone enjoyed this interview with her. Again, I think she is one to watch. She was so sweet and well-spoken. And, you know, she's a great actress and a great singer and a great dancer. So she's just full of talent. But anyway, if you like this podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe wherever you listen. Until next time, thanks for listening.